Previously on In The Moment. It's not about me not trusting people as much as it's about me trusting people to be who they are. I don't trust some, I don't not trust somebody because they're a snake. I trust them to be just that, a snake. So I can even be around you. I just got to know that that's how you move. So I got to operate at a certain distance in case you strike. At first I was like, why would you even want to be around somebody like that and deal with them? Like, nah. But the truth is, it's a very high percentage of people that have a very high percentage of fakeness to them, whether we all want to admit it or not. You hear it more than anything else growing up. Y'all keep it 100. I keep it real. I'm all the way live. Yo, fam. <laughs> no, you're not. There's very, 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 very few people out here keeping it 100. Most of these people keeping it 36. All right? It is what it is. It's better to operate that way. Deal with fake people as they are. You will never change them, so don't even try to. Going on my way to show you I know you fake. You know you fake. That's enough. Number four. Roll with the punches. Rest in peace to the late, great Betty White. I believe she had a quote that was really similar. Roll with the punches and just have fun. Something to that effect. Roll with the punches and just enjoy it. And that's real. That kind of goes back a little bit to what I just said about dealing with fake people as they are. Sometimes you just have to roll with the punches. It's a lot of times in your life when people or work or the universe, spouse, kids, whatever, are going to put you in positions to where you feel like they're trying you. <laughs> I don't really know how else to say it. Sometimes you just feel like people are trying you. Are you kidding me? Like, do you really think I don't know what you're doing right now? I don't see this. I don't feel this. I don't hear this. Now I got to show you. Oh, you know. That's a lot of those times when keeping it real, keeping it 100, goes wrong or zero. Sometimes you have to roll with the punches. You got to lose the battle to win the war. It's a mature mindset that a lot of people don't understand or have. I get it. But there are times in life when you're not going to be able to beat the machine, beat the system, beat the individual, whatever the case. Like, you really do have to learn. Just roll with the punches. Unless they Jason Derulo punches. Then, you know, I don't know if you can roll with those. Fam got a, got a one-two on them. They're not his punches. They're not Tyson's punches. Roll. I'm rolling with the punches out here every day. Know why? I'm getting older. And getting older for my generation is a lot harder than getting older for, like, my mom's generation. i tell you why. When things started to change a little bit, what did our parents really have to pick up on that was tough and new? Facebook. This is it. Maybe Netflix when Blockbuster went down. All right, what do I have to do now? Right? Maybe CDs when the CDs went down. All right, what is this flash drive thing? What is this Apple Music thing? Shout out to my father. I told him I had an album coming out. He was like, oh, where do I get the CD? I was like, Dad, sit down. We got to talk, man. <laughs> what I do? A CD? Ain't going to be no damn CD. Anyway. These are the types of things they had to learn. And I get it for them. It was tough. It was an adjustment. You know the type of shit my generation now has to learn? The fuck is an NFT, man? That's what I'm feeling. Somebody want to learn that shit? Y'all changing money? How you going to change money? <laughs> now I'm going to be old, dumb, and broke. That's crazy. My man called me the other day. He's like, yo, get off social media. I'm like, what? Trust me. You got to get ahead of it. Or you, you got to be the new Oculus guy. Like, what the hell is that? Trust me. It's this thing with Oculus now where it's like a virtual show. You put it on for people. You know what I'm saying? And then you can get the NFTs and then the... Yo, 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 yo. 
Fam, I'm just now getting used to using a chip on my credit card. You got to relax. I was mad as hell when the swipe ain't work no more. I don't like change like that. Chip was out for two days. Woman was looking at me crazy, judging me. Sir, it's a chip. Man, I've been 48 hours. Take the bass out your voice. <laughs> What's wrong with you? We got to adjust to different levels of things out here. Parents ain't have to learn to adjust to there being new money. You kidding me? We got to adjust to Kim Kardashian being a lawyer. Steve Harvey being a fucking judge. Like, yo, <laughs> y'all have to adjust to what we had to adjust to. And y'all did that, by the way. Y'all are the reason Steve Harvey is now a judge. Y'all did that. Y'all let Steve Harvey get the motivational speeches off on Family Feud. Made him feel so incredible. Like, he could do anything now. Yo, guys, sometimes you're going to get to the cliff, right? And, uh, well, you're going to have to jump. And you're going to be scared. But if you jump, hopefully you ain't going to die because it's going to be a parachute. And now you're flying. And now you made it. And now you ain't afraid to jump because you're living now. Look at you. Y'all's clapping. Oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. Shut the fuck. Duh. I'm at the end of the cliff. Ain't nothing else to do. You know how I many movies told me that? Yeah, of course I got to jump and hope a parachute come out. No shit. Y'all done hyped this man into being a judge. All right. Now nah, I'm on positive energy this year. I'm done. <laughs> but roll with the punches. That's the point. Number five, anything is possible. And I don't mean in the way that Kevin Garnett said it after the Celtics won the finals that year and that meme. Anything is possible. That was the worst. We just won the championship soundbite I've ever heard in my life. Fam, have you never seen Gladiator? You had no other ideas of what to say in a moment like that? At least get a, something with the value of are you not entertained off. Like, what are you talking about? Anything about the bus? Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> it felt cheesy. You might as well just say, yeah, we go to Disney World for that one. But anyway, the point is, it's true. Anything is possible. You genuinely have to believe it. And that's an old, simple one. But I do remember vividly when I worked for that company, of which I won't say the name, how I met a roadblock creatively with every single thing I tried to do. And I was reminded of this the other day when I was going through some old text messages and deleting some of my text, not because I'm cheating on anyone, like some of you, but because there's a lot of space in my phone, I guess, that I'm taking up. So I'm trying to delete some of these texts that I know I have a lot of videos. Anyway, that's not the point. I just wanted to protect my image because y'all be ready to cancel somebody. And I saw these text messages from this dude that I was working with that was like, yo, what happened to the podcast? Why did y'all shut the podcast down? Did y'all get into a fight? What happened? Because shout out to Vanessa and my man Mike. That's who I was doing the podcast with. It was called Keep the Change. And I completely forgot that this happened. But at that time, podcasts were not even close to what they are today. And I had this idea for us to start this podcast, the three of us. And I didn't want to do a solo podcast back then. I felt like it would be, you know, be better to be engaging in conversation, which I still believe it is. But at times, you know, you got to get your, your solo on. But we started Keep the Change. And it was great. It was absolutely amazing. It was raw. It was authentic. We had no idea how a podcast was supposed to sound, what it was supposed to feel like. But I was there, my man Mike was there, white dude, Vanessa was there, Latin woman. So we were representing different coaches, different genders. Like, we, we had it. It was lit. 
And I had the formula back when I didn't even really know what the formula was. And we got a lot of attention from different celebrities on Twitter, different entertainers around the world. And the reason we were able to do this was because we were using one of the company's studios. And it was out of work hours. We didn't think it was a problem. Studios are there. We worked there. We were not on-air personalities, but we did ask if we could use the studios. And they said to us, so long as you have a producer that works for the company that's willing to be there with you guys and record you, why not? Go for it. We were like, bet, let's give this a shot. And I promise you, no one cared until it started popping. We started really getting some listens, and I didn't know the game then like I do now. They go number one again. But I didn't see what was really going on that the company was going to feel the way that we were starting to get these listens and these views while performing and creating this product in their studios with them not getting a dime for it. They felt the way. I'm looking at it like, yo, we work here. Blood, sweat, and tears. I'm in the mailroom. Ten hours. By myself. All day. 500 boxes. One man. I'm Kevin Hart in there. Why can't I come in here for an hour and talk to my friends and see what happens? Now, in my mind, I'm like, if the show works, sign it. <laughs> Y'all got mad other shows that don't. We'll do it for $3. A dollar a piece. Just wanted the opportunity. They wouldn't do it. They told us, nah, shut it down. You can't use the studio anymore. And it was one guy. It was one guy. It's always one guy. None of the other guys had a problem with it. They had a little meeting. They was like, oh, that's Mo. Mo's mad cool, man. He's funny, too, man. Let Mo do his thing, man. We love Mo. Mo come up here, bring us all this stuff. Let Mo do his thing. Now, he's, no, I will not. Shout out to homie. He shut it down. Oh, I want to say his name so bad, but I don't, I don't want to be petty. So I was hurt. Damn. Such a great idea. Had a podcast finally. I was going to get it rocking. So then I started doing these videos, these comedic videos with a guy named Jamie. Shout out to Jamie. And another guy named Spruce. Shout out to Spruce. And they believed in me, saw something in me. So Jamie was like, yo, I got my own studio in the building. You can come work with me. Don't worry about it. So I did. Started doing these videos called Morning Juice. And I would get there before my shift, super early in the morning. And he would put a camera in front of me and he would be like, just tell me what you think is funny. Just go off about something. Tell me why you're mad. And that's kind of where that came from. And I would just tell him why I was mad, what was on my mind that day. And the whole room would be dying, and they was like, yo, this is different. This dude is talented. He's got a gift. And so we started making these videos. And again, they started to be a little lit, started to pop a little bit. Next thing I know, get another knock on the door. Hey, Mo, they want to see you in the office. What? Yo, he saw your videos doing really well online. Where are you doing these videos at? Told him doing them in Jamie's studio. Who said you could do that? I told him Jamie said I could do it. It's his studio. They said, yeah, but you geese rented from the other guy. I said, I know. I was just in his office, too. He said it was money, too. What's the problem? They said, he told you that. So that's exactly what he told me. I was in his office. Look at the cameras. Said it was fine. And I was like, well, he told us something different. Wow. This man told me in my face it was love. They shut it down. Then when I finally started to get on stage, built up the courage, and things started to work a little bit, they fired me. <laughs> I'm like, y'all don't want me to be great at all. My God. And I completely forgot about the podcast part of that. I'll never forget the video part because I was genuinely mad about that one. But my point is, full circle. They ain't stopped nothing. They may have delayed it a little bit. They didn't stop it. Here I am. Homeboy who shut me down, my podcast, he had the nerve to be one of the people to congratulate me when I got to the bird show. Really? <laughs> Thanks, man. 
Everybody not your friends. But it's all good because it doesn't stop anything. The show goes on. So I know some of y'all are in a rut. Maybe you're going through something right now. You don't feel motivated. You don't feel inspired. You don't feel like you know what your purpose is. You don't feel like it's going to happen for you because doors keep closing. So what? If you want it, you're going to get it one way or another. Unfortunately, that journey, that road to the top is not a straight path. It's a maze. Damn, I thought this way was going to work. All right, we got to go back around. Let's go the other way. Damn, not this way either. It may, it may be not that way 10 times, but that 11th is on. Well, how many people really get to 11? Kevin Garnett got to 11. Anything impossible. <laughs> get to 11. Same thing kind of happened with me musically. I tell that story on the Bird Show a lot about how when I was younger and I had that moment in the studio with Irv Gotti, one of the biggest music producers and ears of all time, told me my music wasn't there. And I was crushed. I was devastated. I thought I'd never do music again because music started to go in this direction that I wasn't familiar with and wasn't comfortable with. I was a rapper rapper. They started not even rapping anymore. As long as you had a beat, little melody, you was money. I was like, this is not rap. This is whack. So I stopped. And I thought I'd never get that passion back. I really didn't. Found comedy, found radio, did a whole bunch of other things. And now fast forward, 15, 20 years later, I done made a whole album. Shout out to that. It's fire, too. I can't wait for y'all to hear it, but that's coming from me. Y'all don't believe me. I know. So you got to wait. But I stuck it out. And just when I thought I gave up on my first love, which is music, she came back. And it was all good. Because, again, anything is possible. Number six, 